Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys? Um, Right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and I'm finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now. Uh, On YouTube... I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know. I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, Hopefully it's a five-star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers. And I have wrist bracelets. The ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro. I want to be more active with you guys. Okay. Also, you go to the bio in Spotify And you can support this podcast for a mere $4.99 a month. I think there's three options, $0.99, $4.99, and $9.99. Either one, I really don't care either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, To me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point... Um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, like and subscribe on both, leave a review on both, hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off that is offered, and I will also send you a hat 
once the the new hats come out i want you to pick which one and i will send them out i just want to make you guys happy that's all i want to do so i hope we can just crush it and i hope you love this week's episode hey michigan maniacs this is the big game pregame east carolina Man, just think about it, guys. It is finally college football season. <sighs> it feels so good. It feels like it's been gone forever. I mean, it was pretty nice watching uh, games yesterday. I mean, USC, amazing offense, crap defense still. I mean, crap defense. It's like Lincoln Riley is refusing, like, He's allergic to good defense. It's 100%. I don't know if he knows how to hire someone um, to do defense because they're they're awful. Um, Notre Dame looked great. Um, so it was great to see college football back. It's got my juices flowing, so that's why I'm doing the game, doing the big game pregame a little bit early, day early. Um, but wow, so fun. Um Okay, so because this is obviously the first game of the season, not much is really known about what East Carolina is going to be this year. So I want to mix in a few things, like kind of like a quick hitter episode and the big game pregame all rolled into one. Um, so there's a few things I kind of want to talk about. Uh, one being that uh, the, well, first and foremost, Roman Wilson's changing his number two, the number one. Um I'm pretty excited about it. I think if there was one wide receiver on this team that kind of has a chance to be that overall explosive uh, main go-to guy, I think definitely is Roman Wilson. Um, I guess you could make there's a case for Cornelius Johnson. Uh, I don't know. I, I have a love-hate with that kid. I mean, I love that he's on our team, but there's just sometimes I question his effort. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. So I like to see finally a wide receiver bring back the love to the fan base for that number one. I mean, I know um, uh, Andrew Anthony wanted to do that and tried to do that. Uh, I just think that he – and, I mean, granted, we as a fan base blew his head up to uh, astronomical – size after that big game against Michigan State. I don't know if his work ethic and uh, matches what number one guy should be. Because, I mean, you saw it out there. I mean, he was dropping balls. He never ran great routes. Uh, when we needed him the most, he never made the big play. Um, comparatively to Roman Wilson, uh, against TCU, I know we lost, but I thought Roman Wilson had one of his better games as a Wolverine in that loss, you know. So I'm very okay with Roman Wilson trying to revive it, bring it back to the Braylon Edwards, David Terrell days instead of the Andrew Anthony Kako Crawford days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um yeah, I'm 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 for it. I'm for that. I can't wait to see what this kid does. I'm pretty excited. Uh but you know, it, <laughs> As a group, though, I'm not overly excited about the wide receivers just because they've never done anything to really make me excited. But I do – this has got my juices flowing a little bit. So looking – can't wait to see what happens there. Um, 
Now, there's another thing that, uh, before we get into, have you guys ever heard of Big Banter Sports? Right, well, Big Banter is something kind of like Barstool for the Big Ten. And if you are, and I know I have uh, suck eyes and lame-ass Spartans on here um, that listen to me weekly for some reason, but guys, you can even go to Big Banter and hear awful opinions about your stupid teams there too, so... Go ahead, listen, continue to listen to me. I hate listen, I don't care. But also go to Big Banter. Now, Big Banter has this overall Big Banter Big Ten, and they put out the top five, uh, the top five uh, um, best, like top five defensive coordinators. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, hmm. I don't know if I really necessarily uh, agree with this i i like the top five i like the five coordinators that they have on there i don't necessarily like the the way they arranged it okay so for them number five jesse mentor do not agree with that uh number four mike trussell don't know if that's sweater vest little brother big brother cousin nephew whatever uh wisconsin okay um number three jim knowles (laughs) jim knowles what are we talking about he's number three no way um number two phil parker i agree with that i mean he's from i he's the iowa guy and i mean that guy has had to carry an awful offense and continue to even make them remotely competitive not only has he made them remotely competitive in the big 10 west but still awful offense to even do that in that lame division um, he's take. I mean, his defense has been solely responsible for getting to the Big Ten title game. What two years ago? So I agree with that. And then Manny Diaz, number one, don't like it. Here's my five. Um, obviously number one, Jesse Mentor. I mean, he has taken what Mike McDonald brought in, and he has taken it to the next level. I mean, if it's for me, if we can if we never see a safety blitz from deep. I'll be happy. Um, if we never see that again, that'll make me very, very happy. That I, ne- I don't think we ever saw that work. Uh, maybe that works in high school or something, but I can't imagine that working ever. So if we could drop that one, that'd be great. But Jesse Mentor overall, I mean, what we have coming back is a defense. Uh, I think it's better than any team that's in the Big Ten right now. I mean, who has anything remotely as good as what we have coming back? No one. I mean, just try to find – we have three players. Well, one – what is it? Every year we have at least one or two guys that are on the freaks list that are on our defense. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. So, for me, Jesse Mentor, number one. Number two, Phil Parker still. I mean, solid. I'm one of the best defensive coordinators in college football, in my opinion. Uh, number four uh, – or number three, uh, I would go Manny Diaz. I – yeah, they've got good linebackers. They've got a decent amount of dec- uh, uh, cornerbacks, but they lost what their best one last season. Uh, not a big fan, even when they had that great defense last year. What do they do? We They got blown up by us, second half. They kind of pulled it together to the end, but Ohio State got them. So even in their own conference, they're not the best defense. So how could... He- 
he could they're third best in the Big Ten, so that's where I think he belongs is third best until they can prove me otherwise. But uh, we can re rank them at the end of the season and we'll see how they do. I bet you they still stays the same. I mean, give me a break. How can you be third best in your own division and then you're going to get big? get picked number one even when Michigan and Ohio State when you play them head-to-head you lose and it's mainly because of your defense get out of here I don't even want to hear it um number four Trestle can sit there I don't even know who the guy is but Wisconsin always has a solid defense but it's like is it because Jim Trestle's doing it or not Jim Trestle I'm sorry Mike Trestle's doing it or in that's his system or is it because they're living off of what Jim Leonard did. Jim Leonard, fantastic uh, defensive coordinator. I mean, even to the point where if he was on this list, if he was still employed, I'd put him number one. I really like the way he puts together a defense. I really did. Wisconsin was, I always loved the way they did it. So, yeah, I don't mind him saying it for and then Jim Knowles, number five. Give me a break. This guy, he's a who? Who's dingling is he playing with? That they people believe that this guy's good. He was at Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve. They have the all they do is play just passing offenses. And even then, his defense wasn't great. I mean, towards the end, it did, but even still. We, what? You you were still giving up, what, 40 points a game? And, I mean, when you play the big guys like Michigan, what happened to you when you played Michigan? You got run out of your own fucking stadium. You will never get third or higher than that when Michigan lays it on you like that. Sorry, Jim Knowles. You're, you're the you – I don't even know if you were the best defensive coordinator in the Big 12, and we're going to make you come over here in the Big 10 and put you third? Are you nuts? You Your defense wasn't even as good as our defense last year or the year after that. Uh, get out of here with this baloney. I just, it's so annoying. It's so annoying that what name did he create? He's Jim Knowles. What, did he rearrange football? I don't remember him coming up with something new that I was like, oh, my God, Jim Knowles did that? You know one thing I do know that he did? If it's in the fourth quarter, get Jim Knowles out of the, get him out of the stadium and Get him far away from your team as possible because there's been two colossal f- just collapses by his defense, and it happened back-to-back weeks for his punk ass. Michigan took it to him in the fourth quarter, Oh, and then Georgia took it to him. You allow 18 points in the fourth quarter when your team's getting ready to rewrite a major wrong by losing to Michigan, and you can go to the national title game where inevitably you probably would have won. And you allow 18 points in the fourth quarter. Back-to-back bullshit plays. I mean, bullshit losses. You guys collapsed, fell flat on your face. It's so funny. So funny. And he's going to be third? No. He's 10th. I don't even... Dude, put him 14th. The only reason why he's even a good defensive coordinator is because he coaches at Ohio State. And they happen to have great recruiting classes. And even then, he had two colossal fall-on-your-face moments in the games that you need not to. I know Jesse Mentor had his against TCU, so I, I can hear you guys screaming over there. I hear you. I hear you. But still, still, they didn't do it against Ohio State. <laughs> and it wasn't two weeks in a row. <laughs> so that's the only defense I have for Jesse Mentor. But, dude, head-to-head, I'll take Jesse Mentor any day of the week over Jim Knowles. 
It's crazy to think I'd ever take Jim Knowles. That's ridiculous. Okay, so that's my top five. Jim Knowles actually is the 15th. Is there 15 teams in the Big Ten yet? No? He's 15th. Um, and, I, I mean, hell, I could be the fifth best defensive coordinator if I coach for Ohio State. Give me that much talent. I know one thing. I wouldn't be going man-to-man and wouldn't have any type of gap responsibility when we're playing Michigan, who runs all the time. Anyway, um, let's get into now uh, East Carolina. Uh, actually, let me double-check to make sure I covered all the things I wanted to. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Um the captains real quick. I, there's a few more too that one. I forgot what I was doing. Um, I hate Jim Knowles that much. Uh, captains. I'm actually kind of impressed with the captains that we have this year. Six. I mean, Zinter and Keegan, two of the best guards we've had maybe in Michigan history, or at least top, top five in each one of their, their positions. I mean, you, you could argue, right? Well, I they're both guards. So I wouldn't say that probably top 10, right? They're probably both top 10. You can make an argument for that. Um, Quorum, I mean, obviously the most vocal leader we've had in a very long time. Uh, and not, and one that actually puts up and puts out onto the field, you know, love that kid. I mean, he, he's a Wolverine through and through, um, Mikey Samer still same thing. I mean, go back and look how he was, uh, you know, just gathering the troops together and getting them focused to really close out that Ohio State game. The play he made against Stover. I mean, just everything that this kid does, uh, not thinking of himself and who he wanted to be, but stepping down to become a def- – well, not even – I wouldn't even say stepping down, but just changing mid, mid-career mid in college. That's pretty hard to do. And going from wide receiver to, to cornerback, nickelback – Unbelievable. So great. And then the the fucking mutant himself, Chris Jenkins. Yeah, duh. Who would want that guy? He has one of the most infectious smiles on the team. He sounds like he's a just a hoot to hang out with. The kid is physically dominant now. I mean, he's over 300 pounds. I think he's he just screams leader to me. So, and I know JJ, uh, people have some problem with JJ not being a captain, but he's an underclassman still. I think this is solely a senior thing, I want to say. So, I don't really have a problem with that. Let the team set their own rules. You know, I'm good with that. Um, Sharon, uh, Sharon Moore not being uh, not being out there on the sideline along with Jim, Jim Harbaugh in this first game. I mean, it doesn't make me happy, but I'm not really that scared just because it's East, East Carolina. But, uh... I mean, I'm glad we're getting it out of the way. That thing kind of makes me a little bit nervous, but um, I'll mention more about that in the uh, big game pregame portion. Um, and then Jesse Mentor, being the head coach, kind of eases my pro- or eases my my concern when Sharon Moore is not going to be there. So because of all that, I think we're good. So now let's get into this um, big game pregame portion. Like I said, there's not much really to this right now. I started looking at the numbers and I was, and I got scared for a second because I'll be honest, this team had some players last year. They did. They had some major players last year. Um, three of the guys that, three out of the four guys that I looked up on their offense are now on the NFL. Uh, I don't know if they're going to make squads, but right now they got drafted. Um, and one of them is back this season. But I was like, holy crap, this team put up some numbers. Um, but all of those are gone. So they're running back, 
gone to the NFL. Their starting quarterback gone to the NFL. Um, their wide receiver who had 88 receptions and uh, for over a thousand yards gone to the NFL. So they do return C.J. Johnson, and it says he's a running back, but the kid had 67 receptions out of the backfield. Now, I don't know if they, they just had him listed wrong because that doesn't make sense. Like, that's cr- that's a crazy amount of receptions for, for a running back, but I could have just looked at it wrong. So whatever his position is, C.J. Johnson last year had 67 receptions for uh, 1,016, I believe it was, and... I mean, good for 15.2 average per catch with 10 touchdowns. So the kid's elusive. So if we dick around, he could bite us for a big one. Um, And then they have a Julius Wood, who is their defensive. uh, Now get this. Now this is what kind of made me uh, feel a little bit better about things is that um, Julius Wood, is uh, was their um, leading tackler last season with 87 total. He had 49 assisted and 38 uh, solo. <laughs> but you're going to think, oh, those are great numbers for a linebacker. That's probably even a great number for a defensive tackle or an edge rusher, right? That's their cornerback. Anytime, anytime I've ever seen a defense that has their leading tackler as a cornerback usually tells me that they're very good at stopping the run and they force teams to pass the ball, right? Because, or the teams think that that's where the weakness is, is passing the ball. They don't really want to mess with the run too much. Not not that, that they can't do it, but I think that, you know, if you're going to be like, well, hey, how are we going to beat this team? Let's try and beat them over the top. So you're forcing this kid to be, to make most of the tackles, you know? Um, and the numbers kind of back that up. Uh, last season, they had they were twenty first in the nation in rush defense with allowing one hundred and eighteen, which isn't that bad, I guess. And then they were one hundred thirtieth though <laughs> in pass defense, so it kind of gives you an idea why he was the leading tackler. I mean, when you're one hundred thirtieth in the nation, I think out of one hundred thirty three schools. Uh, they allowed two hundred ninety two yards per game, which is very exciting for us because if that's true and that stays true to form um that's great for jj and the passing game to really get that first foot out there kind of shake it up and see how they feel you know because let's face it like we've talked about so many times in the off season even during the the regular season last year is this passing game needs to be a big player in this and this overall scheme, right? It has to be. It has to. I mean, they have to be able to get this thing rolling early so they can go to it at any point in time. Because when TCU, the defensive player says they didn't change a, a, a call throughout the whole season. And they knew exactly when, I think it was uh, um, CJ went into his break, they knew exactly what pass they were going to play or what pass it was going to be. Even when they came out in their own formation, they knew. They knew what Michigan was throwing. And all he had to do is sit back and wait for it. So that's unacceptable if we want to win a national title, correct? Like, I mean, we all know that's true. <sighs> so for that, that's great. That this that we're facing a team that last season 
they were 130th in pass defense. They uh, total defense was 88th in the country at 411 total. So that's great. I mean, we'll we'll hit them up in the middle real quick and then just blast them on the sides. Hopefully, you know, and we'll get this this party this past game party started because the one thing I want to never hear Michigan say again, and I, it was so annoying, is there was just so much left on the bone. So then fucking get it off the bone then. Quit telling me every week that there was just so much left on the bone. Well, you know why it was left on the bone? Because you guys didn't even bother to take it off the bone. Like I, it, it, Those sayings they come up with are so stupid. And the one thing I'm – dude, this annoyed me just like when you would hear people say, well, you know, uh, when they ask, well, how's Shea doing? Is Shea, is Shea really taking the leader – leadership blah 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 whatever and be like well you know shay's just doing out doing now shay things doing shay plays he's doing his you know shay's just doing his shay thing he's like man if i ever hear that again i am going to bash my head into a wall and that's the same way i feel about oh too much left on the bone shut the fuck up it's it's just so annoying oh so much left on the bone that's like trying to tell us that oh you know we could have just done so much more no you just didn't do it and it showed when we played TCU, it showed that we left all of it on the bone. As a matter of fact, JJ didn't even know where the bone was, to be quite honest with you, in the passing game. <sighs> even though I still will say JJ's best game as the starting quarterback was the game against TCU. I know two pick sixes say otherwise, but you take those two out, look at the numbers. Otherwise, I think this, to me, it was his best game. I know, crazy. I know it. I know, and I'm just talking about pure numbers perspective. I know, still two pick sixes. I get it. I'm not crazy. I know. Um, so I, I just, I look, I look to those numbers, and I think Michigan is going to kill these guys, right? I mean, we get a chance to really take the passing game. Hopefully, get them a jump start. Uh, so my two, my two uh, stars of the, or actually three stars of the game. Uh, it's going to be two on the offense, one defense. Now maybe it changes up throughout this throughout the year, and I'm going to go real, um, real chalk here on this, but just because we don't know what we're dealing with even from our team, right? We don't even know what we have yet. So JJ, I think you know when you're facing such a bad passing defense, very good sign for that kid. And then I'm going to go Roman Wilson. Obviously, start that off, get that number one going. You know, really, let's see what he has, you know. And then um, uh, for our defense, I'm going to go McGregor. There's something about that kid that uh, I really have high hopes for him. And let's face it, if Michigan's going to win a national title, defensively, we have to constantly be putting pressure on these on these quarterbacks. We can't allow them to sit back and make and just pick our, our defense apart like TCU kind of did, you know. I mean, TCU had some some points, and now granted, bad tackling, but still, holy moly! So uh, I want McGregor to be the guy that pulls up and says, you know, really makes states the claim, you know, puts his puts his uh, sword in the sand and says, "This is my team. This is what we're doing. I'm leading this." Um. So we'll uh, we'll finish off with these two things. The Sharon Moore thing got me a little nervous. Um. Granted, I know we're only playing EC, uh, ECU. Um, I always worry about Michigan in with long layovers. You know, the playoff, it's always a month before the playoff or bowl game. 
and we always look like shit going into that. And the first game of the season, I always kind of am worried, you know. And I mean, in Harbaugh's tenure, though, they haven't been that bad. I mean, we've only lost. Sorry about that. I kind of have a head cold right now. Um, right now, and Harbaugh's tenure, we have only lost two opening games. And that was this first year with Utah and, and 2018 against Notre Dame. Both by the same score, by the way, 24-17, which is weird. Um, but there are times that we've looked sluggish. You know, um, 2019, mid-Tennessee. I don't want to see Michigan go out against East Carolina and put up the effort that they did against Middle Tennessee State or Middle Tennessee, whatever they are. I know we won like 40-21 to 21 or something like that. But still, it you didn't look at the score and be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how well we did. You know, it didn't feel like it. You know, um, so I kind of want us to get out there and look like we did against CU, CSU last year, even Western Michigan. We looked explosive against those teams. I want that for us starting off this year to really get the ball rolling, right? And that's why I was kind of worried with Shromore being out for the first game. Does that affect them? Already with Harbaugh out. You know, are, is where's their head in this? But I do like that Jesse Mentor is the head coach for this one. So he, I believe he's a real calming force on that team. He never seems like he's flustered. He always seems like he's very well measured in what he's doing. So I like that for our team going into this game. I think we're still going to blow him out. Don't get me wrong. I think we're going to blow him out. But I, I don't want to feel annoyed like I did against in that Middle Tennessee game. It was just like, ugh. You know, because Shea was doing his Shea things. You know, like breaking a hip or whatever the fuck he did in that game. Um, so, with that, uh, <laughs> I'll get out of here. But first game of the season, man. Coming up. So amazing. Cannot wait. Uh, quick recap. Stars of the game. We're going to go JJ. We're going to go Ro- Roman Wilson. And we're going to go McGregor. Now, I think McGregor will have a sack. Um, a sack and a couple uh, tackles for loss. I'm looking at JJ three three hundred yards, three touchdowns. That's I'm calling it right now. Three hundred yards, three touchdowns. Um, Roman Wilson, a good four receptions for ninety five yards and a touchdown. That's what I'm going with. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I'm and then I think we blow them out. I think we'll beat them. Let me see here. I flirted with two numbers: forty five to seven. And then 56 to three. <laughs> those are the two scores that I kind of had in my mind. And all four of those have intermingled. You know, like, well, obviously, Michigan's always had the higher number. Don't get me wrong. I'm not over here like, oh, can East Carolina would beat us 56 to seven, you know, or something stupid? No. Um, oh. You know what? I want to go. Shit, 50 to, 50 to 10. 50 to 10 Michigan. Yeah. And I think they get that touchdown in garbage time when we already have our guys. So that could be third quarter. Who knows? But, you know, it depends on how, how well. 50 to 10 Michigan are three stars. Uh, uh, JJ, uh, Wilson, and McGregor. We're going to take this home. Uh, we're going to start this year off with a bang. It's going to be amazing. And that's it, guys. The first big game pregame of the season. Done and over with. <laughs> can't wait dude i just can't wait so guys seriously though let's put these episodes over the top for me this year last year was um 
we're so close. Last year, we were so close to getting a thousand downloads for at least. It was almost every every episode of the of the uh, reaction episodes. So close. So, guys, if if we could do that, that'd be greatly appreciated. I would love to hit that goal. Every reaction episode this year, I would love to hit one thousand downloads for each one of those. We were so close, like a hundred or two downloads away from that. Seriously, you guys were amazing. So, um, that's it, guys. Uh, listen, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine right now. It is. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, and always and forever, guys. Go blue.